0: Be wealthy and Smart, episode 752. World of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. And speaking of worldwide, I just want to acknowledge some of our worldwide audience last week. We had chart rankings in the United Kingdom, Portugal, Saudi Arabia, Malaysia, and Italy. So welcome and thank you for listening in those countries and for sharing Be Wealthy and Smart with your family and friends. Today, what we're going to talk about is big dividends backfire. Now, this is an article from Investors Business Daily that talks about how companies that pay dividends have actually lost money this year. That's right. While we have the S&P 500 back to even, we have many dividend paying ETFs still underwater, which doesn't really make a lot of sense because if they pay dividends, then they should have an extra little return that would help cushion them from having a negative year. So what's really going on here? Well, first, I'm going to share with you the article from Investors Business Daily, and then I'm going to share with you my opinion about what's going on and what's happening with this trend. So let's hear what Investors Business Daily has to say. This was written by Matt Krantz. Investors like to think of S&P 500 dividends as money in the bank, but the opposite is true this year. Dividend stocks and ETFs that own them are costing you money. All 10 of the largest dividend ETFs, including Vanguard Dividend Depreciation, symbol VIG, Vanguard High Dividend Yield ETF, symbol VYM, and Spider S&P Dividend ETF, symbol SDY, are down in 2020 so far, says an investor's business daily analysis of data from S&P Global Market Intelligence and Marketsmith. Investors lost money on all 10 of these dividend ETFs, even if you add back the full year dividend yield coming into the year. Some losses are head-turning. The nearly $13 billion in assets iShares Select Dividend ETF, symbol DVY, which owns 100 dividend-paying stocks, is down 23% this year, and this is as of July twentieth, 2020. That leaves investors 19% in the hole, even if you add in the 3.1% yield at the start of the year. Meanwhile, growth stocks, many that don't pay dividends, keep pulling ahead. The Vanguard Growth ETF, symbol VUG, yields just 0.8%, but who cares when the stock is up nearly 17% this year? Even the Spider S&P 500 ETF trust, symbol SPY, is flat this year. Safer has meant suckier for a number of years, says Michael Farr, president of money manager Farr, Miller, and Washington. There's another risk to S&P 500 dividends and ETFs that invest in them, says Todd Rosenbluth, head of ETF and mutual fund research. Companies keep slashing them. More than one in 10 S&P 500 companies cut or froze their dividends in the first half of 2020, Rosenbluth says. All 11 S&P 500 sectors saw companies cut dividends, and most of the dividend cuts appeared in the consumer discretionary and energy sectors. All 10 of the highest-yielding S&P 500 stocks at the start of the year have dropped in price this year. Occidental Petroleum, symbol OXY, for instance, yielded 7.7% in January. Shares lost more than half their value in 2020. Great dividends are a warning sign and typically don't last, Far said. Investors yanked $3.3 billion out of dividend and fundamental-focused ETFs this year through June, Rosenbluth says. Meanwhile, more than $33 billion poured into U.S. stock ETFs. Exposure to sectors cutting dividends the most is... Less of a risk in some ETFs, Rosenbluth said. $5.5 billion in assets, ProShares S&P 500 Dividend Aristocrats ETF, symbol NOBL, owns only large companies with a record of hiking dividends. As a result, it puts nearly 30% of its portfolio in industrials and just 10% in consumer discretionary, Rosenbluth said. Meanwhile, WisdomTree U.S. Quality Dividend Growth ETF, symbol DGRW, puts 26% in technology. A rising number of tech leaders are paying dividends. You can find some of them on leaderboard. SPY stock, on the other hand, puts just 8% in industrials and 11% in consumer discretionary. FAR worries about high-dividend ETFs that might own real estate stocks. Many REITs could struggle to maintain payouts with economic growth falling. The Vanguard real estate ETF, symbol VNQ, is down more than 15% this year, overwhelming its 4.5% yield. You still need to know what you own even when buying ETFs, Far said. Never place blind faith in an investment you don't understand. End of article. And then it gives us a table in the article with all of the largest dividend ETFs that are down this year. So I'll just say the worst performance has come from the iShares Select dividend symbol DVY, which is down 21.7% year to date still. And the best performing is the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation symbol VIG, which is down just 2.2% year to date. You might also be familiar with the Vanguard High Dividend Yield. ETF symbol VYM, that's down 13.3% year to date. And the Wisdom Tree U.S. Quality Dividend Growth ETF that they mentioned, symbol DGRW, is down 2.9% year to date. And the Dividend Aristocrats, symbol NOBL, is down 7% year to date. Most of these have a yield between anywhere from 1.9% to 4.5%. With the 4.5% being the iShares Select Dividend, symbol DVY, that's down 21.7% year to date and the lowest yield being the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation, which is one of the best performers year to date, down 2.2%. So you can see that those with the highest dividend are having some of the highest risk. And that goes back to an earlier podcast I did about dividends, where I said that dividends should be averaging around 2% right now, between 2% and 3%. If they're over 3%, then there is a risk of the dividend being cut or discontinued because we're in volatile times, because there are companies that are in danger of going out of business. This high dividend is being created because they are in a financial struggle. So never go and buy the highest dividend paying stock or the highest dividend paying ETF because it can indicate there's a lot more risk there. So what else do I see going on? Well, I think some of these dividend ETFs have not done well because there is a fear that the ETF might reduce or completely do away with its dividend. There are companies that have had to discontinue their dividends this year, and so that is a risk. There will be more companies in the future who are going to discontinue their dividend because they don't wanna use their excess cash to pay it out to shareholders. They wanna keep it and make sure that the company is solid and can withstand a recession or a worsening recession that would be the prudent decision for the board to make would be to cut or discontinue the dividend if they have any question about their future number 2 i think we've seen that the money has really flowed into the fang stocks as i've been reporting facebook apple amazon microsoft more than netflix and google have been getting the vast majority of assets. That's why the NASDAQ is up 17% year-to-date, and that's why we've seen most of the S&P 500 assets flow into that handful of companies. And as I've been reporting, those five or six companies are now 20% plus of the value of the S&P 500. So we've been seeing this narrowing, this few stocks get all the assets and that has taken assets away from other companies where people might have invested in the past. People are going for the fast growers, they're going for the momentum and frankly they're taking a lot more risk than they would have if they were buying the slower growth but dividend paying stocks. Number three, I think we've had the trend to stay at home. And so people have been buying the stocks that are in favor during this work from home trend. So that has favored this group of technology stocks and it has kept people from investing in dividend stocks. And number four, we are in this technology transition, what I call the quantum age, where we are going to be really stepping up the technology. And I think we're seeing more money flow into the NASDAQ because of that. And some of these older companies that are more mature, they've been around for a long time, they're slower growers. Well, they're just not going to be as in favor if their dividend's in question. So I think that is working against dividend paying stocks. The good news. And there is good news, and that is we have started to see some of that money rotate out of tech stocks toward more value stocks, those companies that might not be as fast growers, but they may be more mature, they may be more in industrial type companies. Some of those are components of the Dow, although we did see the Dow technology stocks like Cisco and Intel and IBM gain some traction. We also have seen companies like Pfizer, Coca-Cola, Home Depot, Visa, Procter & Gamble, Merck, McDonald's, Walgreens and Johnson & Johnson pick up some more assets. So we're going to see rotation out of some of the high multiple technology companies and into some companies that might be considered more defensive. So could we see the dividend stocks and ETFs turn around? Well, it's possible, but it's probably a little bit too early yet. I would think maybe next year we'll see a more serious rotation. I don't think we'll quite see it yet, although it could start possibly later this year. But I would say into mid-August, continue to see technology do well. Then we should continue to see our miners do well, our silver and gold miners and then we have some issues coming up in september that we have to deal with some banking issues some real estate issues etc and the dollar and debt which of course i've been talking about being the main problem that we have to resolve this year so it's something you could continue to dollar cost average into i would say if your etf does have a high yield just be very cautious. It's likely that it is going to suffer more the higher the yield that it has. The ETFs that have around a 2% or 3% yield are probably going to end up with the better total return overall this year. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are available. And I want to remind you about our review contest that's going on, our Summer Sizzle I'm giving away 25 prizes, 10 autographed Wealth books, 10 of my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197, and five people will win a one-on-one wealth mentoring session with me. All you need to do is leave a podcast review for Be Wealthy and Smart on iTunes, or if you have an Android, leave it at stitcher.com, that's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com, and that will get your name in the drawing one time. And if you've read the wealthierist book or listened to the audiobook and you leave a review on Amazon, that will get your name in the drawing two times. And I will draw people's names and announce them on the August 31st podcast. So please mark your calendar and tune in to see if you've won. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.